You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Team. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubbin and Joe Shasky coming at you every week. Make sure you're liking, reviewing, rating, subscribing, sharing. We are part of the Odyssey Sports Network. As fun as that first half was, Shasky, not everything was all hunky-dory, peaches and rainbows. There were some uh, that this team had during throughout that first half. And uh, most of that those struggles had to do with the starting pitching. Right now, Shasky, what's your overall just view of the Giants starting rotation right now? Not good. <laughs> I mean, it's Alex Cobb, it's Logan Webb, and then it's pray for one of these guys to come out of the bullpen and help you out a little, right? It's yeah. been pretty bad. And it's I think what kind of makes it so bad, what compounds it is that this wasn't supposed to be an issue no. this year. The one thing that we could always say about the Giants is that they know pitching. They know yes. starting pitching. They have had this, you know, magic elixir, this the Farhan secret stuff that, you know, you 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 give pitchers when they get here and suddenly they learn how to pitch good again. And you just haven't been seeing that this year and Coming into this year, it was, you know, we got so much depth in the starting pitching. You know, we love the depth of our arms. And yeah, it was they did, but it it felt like they had quantity, not quality. Yes. And sure, I mean, Alex Wood was fine at times over the last few years, but I'm just not seeing it right now. Ross Stripling, he had a good outing on Friday. He had the one bad pitch in the first inning. Uh, he goes, you know, he went 65 pitches. They're going to ramp him up a little bit more uh, going forward. If he could figure out, that would be huge. But even there, it feels like I need to see that consistently before I'm willing to trust Ross Stripling. And then, you know, it's just then Di Scalfani, where it's just every time you feel like we're, we're taking a, a positive step, we take two steps back. And he's talking about, you know, arm fatigue and multiple starts in a row. It's just like, dude, how are we how are we feeling that way halfway through the year? Uh, possibly it was, you know, he did not pitch a lot last year. So that might be kind of catching up to him right now. But this is a team that has legitimate playoff aspirations. And I asked Gabe Kapler today, you know, before the game, you know, is the goal to have, you know, five consistent starting pitchers. And he couldn't really commit to that. He said it's kind of like a puzzle every every game that you got to have to put it together. And that didn't really inspire a whole lot of confidence. No, no, I They've got to figure this out, but they're not the only team in baseball that's having this problem. Um, everyone's looking for a starter. Would I be criminal to say 
Starter is a desperate need. Outfielder might be too. Outfielder, heck, you can even start adding infielder in there yeah. depending on how you feel about Tyro Estrada. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to dismiss your 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 worry about starting pitching. It just feels like they're not as the the Giants themselves don't feel like it's such a big problem as much as the fans do. I do. I think it's a huge problem. But I also think that they've got three problems. Middle infield's absolutely one of them, and outfield is absolutely one of them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we can worry about more than one thing. It's not like you're only allowed yeah, to worry I know. about I'm one sorry. thing in baseball. This is Giants baseball. It's all nothing. But they need one starter. Like, Sam, they need one I starter. Think need and I think starters. Well, I, I think they need – Of course. A minimum like, one. Two will probably be better. And I'm going to be real. Like, the Kyle Harrison injury kind of sucks. Like, yeah. I thought that maybe he'd be closer along. I, I'm, the more and more I'm thinking about it, he is a late September call-up at most. I think that's going to be – and Farhan did say that the plan is still to have him show up at some point this season. They do want okay. to eventually get him up here. But, like, that's another one where if you're looking at Kyle Harrison to kind of be the the salvation for this team, like, they, I just don't see that being the case. Yeah, me neither. Like, when he does come up here, it's going to be a lot of two, three-inning outings. You know, maybe he gets four innings. Probably gonna be, he'll probably be having an opener pitch yeah. in front of him a lot. Uh, you just – that's not the same thing. If you bring up Carson Wisenhunt, you're probably going to see a lot of the same things there. So it's that's this is where the whole concept of, you know, competing versus developing really kind of collides there because, you know, what would you rather see? Would you rather see Harrison come up and just kind of whatever happens, happens, let him get his his work in. And if the Giants don't win, then whatever. Or do you want to see this team win baseball games? And if you don't think Kyle Harrison is going to help you win baseball games, do you still bring him up here to kind of let him get his development? Well, and that's, here's what I, I would say to you. I mean, seeing the kid for a couple starts, is it any worse than seeing Alex Wood? We kind of know what he mm-hmm. is. You know that what I mean? True. Like, am, am I being a hater by saying that? No, Ross I don't think Stripling? you are at all. Yeah. Like, you want to see Ross Stripling again? I don't. I'm so Ross Stripling <laughs> out. And I know he like, oh, he pitched better once he came out. You know, he came out of that game. I don't know. I'm I just – Dude, I'm just so over like some of their starters. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough situation. Now you mentioned the outfield. I want to go back to that. You're concerned with the outfield because that's honestly something I've not really thought too much about when regards to when regards to outfield concerns. Um, I do like having Matos out there as mm-hmm. much as possible. Uh, Blake Sable is better when he's hitting as a left fielder than when he's playing as a left fielder. That said, I'm not opposed to seeing him in left field. I do like the. Uh, platoon of Yaz and and Slater. I never thought I'd be saying I like a platoon, but that one works really well. The way that, I mean, Slater is crushing lefties. You know, I, I made fun of him last year when they called him the lefty masher, but no, he absolutely is. And Yaz is having this bounce back season, doing great against righties. And then I'm loving what you're seeing, what I'm seeing from Conforto. He DH today. Yes. Uh, I know, I think that's part of the fact that he injured himself in Toronto. They're trying to slow play him back into that. My guess is he'll be back in the field full time uh, come the second half. But you got a starting outfield right now of, you know, Conforto and left. You can do Matos in center, Yaz and, and Slater handling it in right. Both of them play great defense. Yaz had a great defensive moment earlier today. Uh, leading off the game, jerks and Profar ropes a ball down the right field line. Yaz gets over to it, and I'm watching him, and it was kind of slow getting there. And I'm thinking, like, come on, Yaz, pick this up. Can we get this ball back and try and get this guy out? As I'm thinking that, he guns it in the throw to second, nails Profar. Did you who fist has- pump in the, in the media room? 
Oh, I, I was just like, oh, shoot. I'm a, you know, that was, it was a great play. It was a tone setter for the game. I and love so you, bro. I, just, I, I like the current setup with the outfield right now. So I'm kind of curious, you know, again, I'm not trying to push back on. I guess I'm pushing back a little bit. But, yeah, what more would you like to see from the outfield right now? Well, I, I just think that you can't expect Conforto and Yastrzemski to be everyday players. They're going to get hurt. They're going to have nicks mm-hmm. and bruises. Like, the, those are guys that they're not Ironmen. They're not the biggest of dudes to begin with. Uh, Conforto's no. coming off of missing 18 months in a row, and he's played a lot of games. He had the heel injury already this year. Yastrzemski's hurt the, the hamstring a couple of times. And I just don't think you can trust uh, the rookie right now. I mean, I want to see him continue to play. I want to see him play every day. I think they need another outfielder. That's just me. And I would move, even if it costs you, because I know, oh, he's mashing lefties. Even if you have to move Jock, Slater, you know, whatever, Yastrzemski to go get something, I think you got to do it. Yeah, I'd be curious to see maybe they try to do something internally to try and address that at first. Uh, I know that is something the Giants love being able to do is to find those internal options to solve situations. Uh, and no, I'm not suggesting they put Brett Wisely in the outfield. No. Uh, Elliot Ramos has been really hitting the snot out of the ball since he came back from injury. I wonder if maybe the Giants would want to give him one more I, shot. I shot. Gave, pretty much said that he was finished, so I'm surprised. I thought he was on the 60-day IL. He must have just came back, huh? He just came back recently. Let me see if I have an update on kind of how he's been playing. Uh, here we go. So uh, most recently, his last game with the Rivercats, he was two for five, couple runs, couple walks with a home run, four ribbies. He's batting 500 with four home runs and five extra bases and five RBIs in four games this month since coming off the IL. So, Good start since coming back, you know, hitting the ball well, hitting the ball hard. Let's see it one more time. I'm with you on that. I wouldn't mind bringing him up. I think that's one of those seats. Like, this is, I I think, the the benefit that the Giants kind of have right now in this whole are they a playoff team? Are they not? If you miss the playoffs because you're giving young guys a chance to establish themselves in the big leagues, I'll I'll roll with that. I'm not going to, you know, whoop and holler about it. But I'm not going to, you know, grumble and get all pissy about it either. Um, one other thing I want to kind of talk about, Shasky, that's kind of concerned me is there's a lot of talk about fatigue on this team. Now, whenever you ask anyone about this in, in that clubhouse, it's the same. You know, you just got to play through it. Everyone's tired. We're not special. Travel is what it is, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, like, I feel like fatigue should not be this big of a storyline for this team halfway through the season. Why has it been? I'm sorry? Why has it been? I Honestly, I'm not really sure. I have my only theories is that I would guess is just they did do a lot of travel in this first half. Um, They had like five or six playoff series, not playoff, five or six road trips that happened, you know, east of the Rockies so far in this first half, Uh, especially that month of April. They had, I think, two East Coast road trips in that first month, plus that Mexico city trip. Uh, and then you talked about, you know, there's the, uh, the most recent road trip through Toronto and New York. That was a tough one where they had guys getting, I think every night, every, every time on that trip, they were getting in like three, four in the morning, uh, New York, it was humid. And then apparently it was a family trip too, uh, on that one as well, which I don't know why you designate the Canada road trip as the family road trip when you got to go through customs. And we all know how much of a drag that is. I mean, you know, if you're tired right now, you got the all-star break, you got to get recharged. And the one benefit I can maybe look at is the fact that you don't have a lot of major road trips after the all-star break. I mean, obviously you got a a big three city East coast swing coming right out the break, but after that, 
you have, you know, the Braves and Phillies in mid August, and then you got a quick three game jaunt to uh, Chicago after uh, on after Labor Day. And that's about it. Um, other than that, the furthest east you go is the, a series against the Rockies. So travel is going to be a lot lighter in the second half. So if trying to find a, a positive out of a negative, you know, that's probably all I got. This whole thing about being tired. Everyone's tired. You, mm-hmm. you live on the West Coast, Giants. You're going to travel back east. Guess what? That's You've been doing it for 70 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Come on, let's figure this thing out. Uh, but I, I get it because they have a lot of older guys. They have some young guys, but they have a lot of older guys too. And they have a lot of guys that, going back to my point about Yastrzemski and, and, and Conforto, guys that just need prerequisite days off to yeah. be there at most optimal. Like right now, is there an everyday guy on the team? I'm talking a guy that you want to see out there 155 days uh, out of the 162. Probably I would say J.D. Davis, the first one that comes to mind. and But even then, you get to rest like him playing yeah. him DH and first base. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it's tough. I mean, the grind, especially on the West Coast, there is a lot more travel versus if you're in the, the middle of the country. I, um, I it's get why, that. you know, it's why, like, the, you know, the Mariners are always, you know, the top of the miles traveled every year exactly. because Seattle is stuck in that corner up there in the Pacific Northwest. So it's it's a thing that the Giants basically just have to learn how to deal with. And, again, this is what I asked Gabe Kapler about. And there's no secret formula. There is no magic trick. There is no, you know, bald head you can rub to make guys stay healthy. Basically, the Giants just got to be very good at balancing out when guys get days yes. off and, balance, and you know, resting guys and not overworking guys. For the most part, I think they're pretty good at that. And I think that with less travel in the second half, I do think that, you know, hopefully fatigue won't be as big of an issue because my thought is, you know, if you're tired at the end of the first half, what's stopping you from being tired at the end of the second I half? I totally well? agree. Totally so agree. This is something that giants are definitely gonna have to work on uh, the rest of the way here because you, you can't get tired in the second half. No one's going to hey. have any excuses for you. Well, here's the thing. Is it an explanation? Sure. But it is an excuse. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's just, Good teams find ways to rise exactly. above that. And exactly. if you're slowed down by fatigue, that just tells me it's like, I don't care how good you are. If you're getting slowed down by that, you're not as good as you say you are. And that's that's just the, the, the honest truth. And a better team, a better, a stronger team doesn't have these issues. And it just maybe the Giants aren't quite there yet. And that's that's something that they're going to have to figure out and address. Well, And I look at someone like Brandon Crawford specifically. He left the game last night with a hamstring injury. Cross days of playing five times a week are probably over. Yeah. He's got the he's got the knee problems, got the hamstring problems. It's just he's 36 years old. He's got a lot of miles on and, those legs. And what I mean is I think it benefits everyone, himself, the team, everyone, if he becomes a part-time player. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and, and I think that they really can't afford to do that right now because Casey Schmidt's been in a deep freeze in terms of his batting average right now. I agree with that. And I definitely think, I mean, the reason he's been in the lineup so much lately is part A, because Schmidt's been struggling, but also B, Crow's hitting the ball really well. No doubt. And he was playing really, he had a really great month the last month or so. It seems like he's come back to earth a little bit. And you, you talk about guys who I think I, who the most pressure is on. Maybe that's really quick, you know, before we move on to this last segment here. Who is, is Casey Schmidt the guy who just the spotlight is on him to up his game the most right now, or is there someone else in the second half who's just like, I need to see more from you right now. Him and Matos. I think the both of them, I think how they progress in July and August is going to determine the success factor 
for Giants fans in their eyes. Not the playoffs, not the overall win-loss record. I think both of those youngsters, if they can be good players, good to competent Major League Baseball players, I think everything changes in terms of how we view the San Francisco Giants. Absolutely. Patrick already proven it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I don't think even just if they're hitting more, that helps. But if they're hitting more and they're having more fun, when yes. Casey Schmidt's hitting well, he's in a good mood. He's it, When they play well, they inject that life back into the clubhouse. Yep. And I think, you know, the clubhouse would definitely need that.